0: welcome to the in-laws podcast my name is arthur i'm philip i'm jonathan before we jump in we got a little bit of housekeeping updates okay first of all tillcast.com is functional again i'm not really sure why i ever got rid of it but (laughs) if you go to tillcast.com it now takes you to our website so boom we're back we usually say this at the end but Just a reminder, if you're listening week in and week out or if you're listening sporadically, whatever, if you can give us a rating in the podcast app or share it with a friend, whatever you can do so we can continue to grow because we're pumping these babies out, you know. Pumping them out, man. And uh, we kind of just want to be a big deal. So that'd be pretty (laughs) cool.
1: (laughs) Just trying (laughs) to get, honestly, trying to get rich and famous. (laughs)
0: Exactly. (laughs) Last but not least... Our buddy Philip right here is dropping his second album and depending on when you're listening to this it might already be out. So it's called Clarity dropping July 1st. So go to your music app like just
1: slap the shit out of it. (laughs) I'm ready, bro. bro, I've been working on this thing since, like, October. So, I'm just, like, I've been hearing these songs so often, like, over and over and over between recording, producing, mastering, all that stuff, and then just, like, listening to it and doing consumer tests. Like, I'm just ready for it to be out, man. I'm itching for it.
0: Yeah, because we really gave a gap for this release. Like, when we uploaded it, it was, like, what, a month and a half? Yeah, six weeks. Before it was dropped, just so we could prepare and put things out and do all kinds of stuff, so... I'm excited. this man. was like a long wait yeah but anyways go listen to clarity the more you stream it the more you share it the more it'll be picked up by algorithms and spread to the world hey. yeah
1: add it to your playlist that helps a lot too
0: plus it's just it's good music who doesn't like good music you're anyways. weird if
1: you say me to that to that question <laughs> yeah nobody yeah imagine someone just like honestly i prefer uh, me worse music Actually, I just don't purpose. prefer any music. Actually, mm-hmm. there probably are those people who like... The people that are just like like watching bad movies for the sake of... Remember when we started watching like The Starving Games or something like that? <laughs> oh, no. It's like this, some spoof <laughs> off of... Anyways, there's probably some people like, honestly, this is horrible music. So, if, even if you think that's what my music is, stream it anyways. You'll still enjoy it.
0: Yeah, it's for everybody. <laughs> it's for, think it's,
1: there's it. something for everyone on this album. <laughs> it's got a few <laughs> shitty songs. Few okay, grapes, buddy. A few bangers, like... <laughs>
0: You just pick and choose your favorites. You yeah.
1: Track four is no good. Just skip the... Okay. <laughs> all right, I'm, all kidding, right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> Anyways, let's jump into our icebreaker. Let's go. What moment from a movie or TV show actually made you cry?
1: Okay. I, I got one right off the bat. I'm sure there's some more recent ones than this, but I don't know if y'all ever would have watched this show, but growing up, we used to watch the show called Touched by an Angel on like TBS. and It was like this... <laughs> Roses a- <laughs> you would you would bring up like a lifetime movie bro, uh, no, it's like Hallmark. No, it was like on TBS, like Hallmark yeah. movie. and it was like it was a series. It was like a bunch of different movies, but it was this show where like these people would be like going through all these hard things in life, and then these like angels would show up and like help them get through it. And there was one episode or one movie or whatever it was where, like I think some like kid had cancer. And they, like, died at the very end of the movie. But then, like, the angels show up. And they, like, see the duh floating. And, like, all their heads start glowing. And this kid passes away. And they're singing this song. And, like, I still remember the song. And it's a beautiful song. Can you sing it for us?
2: Sing it. Sing it.
1: All the colors of the rainbow. (laughs) All the voices of the wind. And they start singing that. His every, album is better than that. Every, <laughs> this is, that, that, was actually, that was good. Though. I did a remix on trap, uh, track six for the song. <laughs> <laughs> and, and anyways, they're singing the song and the kid dies and they start, you know, whatever, the angels Jeez. show up and it's a beautiful moment. I remember that's probably like one of the first movies I remember like crying at the end of. I was like, this is like the saddest, but it's like also most like redemptive, you know, thing. Um, right. That and also the season finale of Land Before Time wrecked me a little bit. You okay. know, little, di- so, little dinosaur, dinosaur mm-hmm, show. Now mm-hmm. that, that was a joke. But and first they, they all get yeah.
2: extinct. First, yeah, then freaking
1: <laughs> steroids or not steroids, <laughs> asteroids. Yeah, yeah. No, st-
2: no, both dinosaurs dinos on steroids,
1: <laughs> baby. Freaking carnator jacked up. You
2: imagine? Up, <laughs> oh, dude, I was listening to a Joe Rogan little snippet, and he was like, "Can you imagine if, um, like, uh, gorillas?" new like weightlifting techniques and they actually oh, like got strong like they're already strong just doing bro, they can life. Tear your head off dude they would be and they were just running around just bro, ripping ripping everybody up
1: y'all ever see mighty joe young no Nope. no What really that's like a class i don't think it might be disney like a classic movie bro it's about this giant ass like king kong kind of like gorilla that they found in the wild or something and anyways you should watch this great movie
0: I've always had this I- this idea or this notion that gorillas or or monkeys in general are just going to like evolve and just take over, like bro, if they evolve a little bit further to Planet of the Ape style, yes. Bingo. No. Like Dude. if they if they evolve if their brains evolve just a little bit more, bro, like have you seen, we are done for.
1: Have you seen like the orangutans like spear fishing and like using like like tools. stones as tools and stuff? They're like freaking hammering stuff.
0: That yeah, shit. like just given their strength. That shit crazy. If they had our, our mental capabilities, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we'd be done.
1: Game over. No, oh, yeah. It'd be a wrap.
2: You should look up the uh theory of evolution. That's pretty <laughs> Oh it's cool, uh, man. Just, just in general.
1: No, like, just <laughs> Darwin's theory of evolution in
0: general. So was like, have you ever heard of
1: evolution <laughs> ever heard of Adaptive <laughs> species and <laughs> like we
0: used to be monkeys, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if we were that strong, we would be them. If we were all fucking yeah. If we were all Those like guys. the rock
0: the rock all right just,
2: yeah okay. okay who's who's next who next in the scene yeah
0: cuz you keep changing subjects my out bad, here <laughs> we talk
1: about monkeys in that bit
0: so anyways my my thought was interstellar oh and this is about to be a spoiler if you haven't seen it so maybe skip a uh, minute or whatever you got to do but when he travels away from earth to mm-hmm. an what is mm-hmm. he he goes through like a black hole or
2: something yeah he gets close to a black hole oh wait then he's like eventually he he's goes in a through it yeah he's in a
0: different um Dimension galaxy kinda, or something yeah, i don't yeah. even know but time is passing by way faster than it is on earth so he literally is he skips ahead like 40 years or something crazy mm-hmm. like that and he goes back like when he left earth his daughter was young and he he goes back to uh When he gets back to his ship because he's on this other planet, he he sees the video chats that his daughter left him. And for her, forty years just passed. For him, it was like Mm. twenty minutes or something crazy like that. Maybe like I don't remember the exact times, but he's watching. He's literally watching his daughter grow up through these videos, and he just starts sobbing. Like I Mm. can't even. Like Mm. when you're watching that scene, bro, it's like you just feel it. I like I I remember just. The tears were just falling, bro. Bro,
1: because you feel like not only like the sadness of it, but that anxiety of it. Like I can't control my, I can't control what happens out here. Like just this, this two minutes I spent watching these videos was another four years, you know? And it's just like, ah, it's freaky. It's it's ridiculous.
2: His like crying face or like his crying scene is just like powerful. Just the way he, he like brings up that emotion and like, Mm -hmm. you don't expect it from a guy like that. And he just, like, lets it out. And, like, yep. it's crazy to think that he had to manifest that in his mind. And then it just came out so pure. Oof.
1: Yeah. That's probably top ten movies for me, low-key, like, of all time. It's a, it's a phenomenal movie if you haven't that seen it. That movie is incredible. Incredibly yeah. well made. And I just, I love, like, astrophysics and all that stuff as it is. Like, I, I, I just love learning about that stuff. So, to kind of see it represented in a movie is just, it's intriguing. You know, all in one, but also just incredible acting, great story.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah, that guy, dude, that,
1: he's good. good moment, That moment hit me even when they got back to the ship and there was just like that one, uh, one of their like co-pilots or whatever was in there and he had aged mm-hmm. like 20 years and he had like, they got back after a five minute trip and like almost died and the guy had like gray hair and I was like, oh shit, like what? Yeah, dude, it's, it's, just, it's so weird races. how they
0: just, like there's so many concepts in that movie that are like, you don't really think about, but yeah. Mm-hmm. scientifically I mean
2: yeah I heard like uh, scientists actually learned a few things from or like they started new theories based on that that movie yeah uh, seeing the way they did it too that's crazy but yeah it was pretty it was accurate enough yeah. I guess yeah yeah that was a good movie I yeah, didn't even I f- think feel, about that one but that one was I good. feel
1: you on that scene yeah I got emotional there for sure what's yours Sean?
2: y'all ever watch uh, Inglorious Bastards Quentin Tarantino? Yeah, I what? haven't so there's like this opening scene and there's a milk farmer and he's out in I, I think it's like Italy or something like that and they have this it, he he's called the Jew hunter and he's basically looking for like stray Jews that they didn't get round up um, in the initial I guess roundup. So he goes to this milk farmer and he have a, he's having like a conversation with him and he um like the conversation is just so neutral like he's like hey i'm just here doing my job you know i'm not here to uh, i'm not accusing you of anything i just need to check like it's just part of my job i just need to check off a few checklists and he starts talking to him and like everything he does is just like a power move to him like he's like hey can i get some milk or he's like hey can i get some like wine or something he's like no get me some milk so he goes and gets him some milk then he pulls out the the farmer pulls out like a smoking pipe and then this guy pulls out like an, an even bigger smoking pipe and he starts smoking it in his house and then like i don't know they're just having this dialogue back and forth and it, it just the emotions that they have is like so neutral mm-hmm. but the things that they're saying is just so like the, the shift of you know who's in favor is just like going back and forth and yeah. then this guy says one thing and it just shifts right into his favor and the guy just like he stops and you can see like this blank look on his face and then it's kind of like it stops for a little while and then he just starts crying and he's like okay the 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 Jews are like under my floor and like he's pointing yeah. and the guy's like okay we're like we're going to act like nothing happened we're going to act like everything's fine and so he brings all his guards in and they all have like these machine guns that they just start like shooting up the floor and it's dude it's uh. like it's just dialogue but it's so intense yeah, and like you yeah, can feel he, the emotion on that farmer. Like it's crazy. It's
0: almost like the whole time he was being friendly, but he suspected like he pretty much knew already, like, mm-hmm. yeah, this guy is is hiding some some people mm-hmm. here. And so he just intimidates him into admitting it. But yeah, yeah. I, I remember that scene specifically because it's like you're you're so like uh uptight because you don't know mm-hmm. what's about to
1: happen. That reminds yeah. me and I never I never saw that movie, but that reminds me in a kind of a different way. But did y'all ever watch The Walking Dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I can't remember what I think it was season two or three when they're on the farm. And they remember that like daughter's been missing this whole time, like since the highway. And then they're like killing all these zombies in the barn. And then like th- they finally see the daughter walk out of the barn and she's oh. a zombie. And then they have to shoot her up. And it's just like one of those like gut wrenching, like, oh, bro, like you like hate it, but you know, it has yeah. to happen. Or whatever. I don't know. It's just like this horrible, horrible feeling.
2: Yeah. yeah. I remember that. I hate that, that was shit. Pretty bad.
1: Great question, guys. There's
2: another one, (laughs) all right? (laughs) We're we're just giving out spoilers.
1: (laughs) 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 We're just giving out spoilers. Okay. Yeah, man. Have y'all ever seen... I mean,
2: mean, of course, y'all. Well, I don't know. Have y'all ever seen The Avengers, The Endgame? Yeah. Okay. You know that movie or that scene? Well, there's like a scene before that where like, you know, how nobody can pick up Thor's hammer Mm. and they have like a little deleted scene that they like, I guess, released like midway. And it's all the Avengers like trying to pick up Thor's hammer. You know, you can only pick it up if you're worthy. And so um, everybody's trying it. You know, Iron Man's Iron Man and that other dude, they're like got their suits on and they're trying to get it. And then Captain America comes over and he like grabs it and it like moves just like a little bit. And like like he pulls on it and he moves a little bit and he's like, ah, no, like let me, you know, I'm not going to do anything. And so that scene was like, captain america knew that he was worthy but he didn't want to embarrass thor in front of like all these people like you know like he was trying to mm-hmm. he was being nice about it yeah and so nobody really knew like he was worthy like thor didn't even really know he was worthy except Cap- captain america knew that he was worthy to pick up his hammer and so mm. fast forward there, you know in that like the the final battle with um what's that guy's name the purple guy thanos thanos, thanos. okay so we're in the battle with thanos Barney. Yeah. And so this is like, after like Thor is, you know, fat Thor or whatever. Right. He's got no. all his hair and stuff like hey, that. Watch it, bro. Yeah.
1: <laughs> watch your mouth. It's yeah, so easy, easy now. <laughs>
2: so like Thor's hammer, like it gets, you know, he, yeah, it gets thrown out somewhere and like Thanos is like right on top of him about to just like smash on Thor and the hammer just <laughs> like, it comes out of nowhere and it slaps Thanos and then who's who catches it this is fucking captain america catches it and he's like what's up man i'm That's worthy <laughs> and he gets it and cry, just like but... oh my god dude that struck so much emotion like i don't even like i'm not even like i was like i'm not even that much into the avengers but that was just like oh my god no i just
1: i just see freaking john like laying on the couch all like with a beer or something and he's like i'm worthy Oh my god, he's got it. I'm worthy too. He's like with what a single tear going down the corner of his eye, I'm worthy.
0: I could grab the hammer. It was a cool scene, guys. It was a cool no, scene. No,
1: that is a cool that is a dope That scene. is a cool scene. Alright, let's move on.
0: There's some crazy shit going on in the uh, gaming world right now. Mm-hmm. So Twitch is like the biggest streaming platform owned by Amazon. Millions of people on there a day. A lot of streamers making a living, killing, honestly, millions on just from streaming video games and streaming whatever else. Microsoft kind of came back with their own version, their own platform called Mixer. And it really, they kind of struggled to get momentum. So last year, they signed the biggest Twitch streamer. His name's Ninja. People have probably heard of him. Mm -hmm. A huge, they paid him a huge amount of money to come stream exclusively on Mixer right? and not only Ninja there was like several big streamers that they paid to bring in and they hope they were hoping that it would bring viewership along with it anyways that was less than a year ago and now the other day they announced that they're shutting it down no. and they're sending all their streamers over to Facebook Gaming so I don't know if Facebook acquired Mixer or how the actual deal went down but it's like a lot happened in a year for them to say we're going to spend millions getting these streamers over to us going from that to now shutting down and sending everyone to Facebook Gaming like God. and not only that that's just the that's the beginning so you think to nin you think back to Ninja I think he had like a 2 or 3 year contract with Mixer he wasn't even done with his first year so they offered to double his amount on his contract which his contract that came out was thirty million dollars. Oh. So about ten million a year. So they Facebook said, Hey, we want you to come to Facebook from Mixer. We'll double that. Well so Jeez. that's there's that's speculation, but about double. Dang. So he would have gotten sixty million dollars to go stream on Facebook Gaming and he turned it down.
1: Jeez.
2: What a noble character, man. I like this guy. There's another huge streamer
0: who went along to Mixer as well. His name's Shroud. His contract was about 10 million. So he would have gotten 20 million to go to Facebook gaming. He turned that down as well.
1: That's intense. Damn. bro.
0: So it's like, they would rather they understand take their it. money and go and then not stream on Facebook. I think it says a lot about Facebook, to be honest. Seriously. Yeah, like they,
2: I guess they're, they're so on top of it. Like they know, they know that it's not good for somebody to be so powerful. Facebook have so many uh or to to have so much of the attention and like just it's it'd basically like an internet monopoly
1: it's kind of crazy yeah. that, so I, like i thought a lot about this and and I honestly I probably don't know enough about a lot of it to have a strong opinion but I, so I but I so I just ponder it really but like it's kind of weird that people will exile Facebook but still keep Instagram hate on Google but still have YouTube and it's like it's Kind of eventually, I mean, the way it is right now, Google, Amazon, and Facebook own half of every single thing that you do, whether you like it or not. It's one of those weird. I mean, outside of like, like I use you know Brave as a browser. I use DuckDuckGo as my uh search engine and stuff like that. So you, obviously, there's small choices you can make, but it's kind of crazy that at the end of the day, you know, even if you, they want to stay with Twitch or Mix or whatever, it's like, okay, well, they're owned by Amazon. What's the what's mm-hmm. the difference, kind of? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's and hard. I think.
0: Like, their viewership fell off a cliff when they moved to Mixer. So yeah. that's part of it. they're going to yeah. say... Because, I mean, he went from having sometimes, you know, up to 100,000 viewers. Dang. anywhere. I mean, depending on what he was playing, what he was doing. The event, live, right? live on a stream? Yeah, live. Like, averaging probably Dang. about 50,000, right? That's crazy. He went to averaging about maybe five thousand on mixer Yo. like the viewership the viewership just isn't there yeah, yeah so he he's probably thinking why would i leave mixer to go to another platform that's brand new because mm-hmm. facebook gaming is brand new yeah and probably have low viewership there too sure and by declining mixer was forced to pay pay out his full contract amount sure sure yeah. so they had to they had to pay his 30 million and now he's free to stream wherever he wants
1: yeah because at, so that, he, at that point it's like He's doing it for the people, like if he doesn't have the people's support, then he doesn't have anything right? and it's like it's not just about a company giving him a whole bunch of money. If no one cares about him playing his games, then he has nothing right. in the first place, so he'd rather keep his you know fifty thousand on one platform or you know be more in control of his viewership than just move somewhere, get a get a bag, and that's it,
0: yeah, so he so he literally made thirty million dollars in less than a year. And now he can literally go, if he wants to, he can go back to Twitch where he still has his channel that is the most followed channel on Twitch. Dude, that's and he'll probably break records on viewership because people are, will be excited to have him uh-huh, back. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's <laughs> he literally, this is the biggest W of the year, honestly. Dude.
1: That's, it's cr- it's crazy to see an industry based an industry based around watching people play video games, and and I get it. I mean, because I I watch people work out on YouTube. I watch people drive cars. I you know whatever it may be. We're kind of in a in a inception of consumerism, and it's just so crazy to me to see someone make thirty million dollars in a year or whatever it may be off of people watching him play a video game. That's just yep. crazy.
0: Yeah. Too. That's where we're at, man. Some and people jo- still don't know how big it is, but and it's that job huge. didn't
1: exist five years ago. You know, like that, like that. This just wasn't even a way to. I mean, think about how many things, how many ways you can make money right now online that just didn't exist five, ten years ago. Mm-hmm, it wasn't even yeah. an option. That's insane.
2: That's crazy. Not only
0: that. Okay, here's the second story in the streaming world because this is kind of weird too. Have you ever heard of Doctor Disrespect? Yeah. No. He is a streamer who. Created this character called Doctor Disrespect, and it's like Please. a comedic. It's a comedic character. He's like so Fortnite, right? No, he he plays a, a variety of games. Oh, but,
1: okay, I think you showed me him on Fortnite. That's why I asked
0: Yeah, he's he's just an entertainer. Honestly, yeah. at the end of the day, it's like uh So he he dresses up like he puts black wig on. He has his black mustache. He's like a character out of the eighties. Is what he kind of mm-hmm. portrays himself as. And he's easily the most creative streamer on the platform. So he's he's one of the biggest. The other day, he got banned permanently from Twitch.
1: Yo. With
0: no, and he, like earlier this year in March, he signed a multi-year contract with him for worth millions of dollars. So what? he permanently gets banned. Nobody knows why. A day later, he posted tweet saying he doesn't even know why. Twitch didn't even tell him. Yo. So he gets, this is one of the biggest streamers on the platform. He gets permanently banned. And apparently, according to him, he doesn't even know why. Mm. And Twitch released a comment saying, it doesn't matter how big of a streamer it is, their platform, their stature on the platform. If someone breaks our terms of service or our community guidelines, we have to take action. And that's all they said. Oh, I wonder what he broke. So people are like, people don't know what he did, you know, or how serious it is. So he has like friends hesitating to like support him because like, what if it's something really serious, you know? Yeah. what the and heck then so is- it's just like this weird I wish What's by his the name? time this episode comes out, it might be more information, but his name's he goes by Dr. Disrespect. Oh, doctor disrespect he's literally that he's six foot seven in real life Ooh.
1: and I mean, he's hilarious. he's fun to watch, but that's what's crazy and so volatile about these like online platforms is if you start making money on them, you're, you think you're an independent contractor. Like you think you own what you do to some extent in your content, but the reality is you don't, man. You could be shut down like that. You're making money on YouTube. And all of a sudden they just say they're not going to monetize your stuff anymore because they see too many platforms like it. It's like, man, like you're yeah. totally at the whim of, you know, advertising dollars and other companies and stuff like that. Like it seems like you're in control, but man, you're, you're, just like You're that really you, you shut down yeah
0: that's why you really have to diversify your audience like 100% different platforms as much as you can but yep yeah it's just I don't know it's one of those mysteries everyone's speculating right now
1: that's crazy that's
2: why I'm trying to keep my audience to real life you know <laughs> y'all can't ban <laughs> me from real life
1: bro you'd be cancelled <laughs> what does that <laughs> even mean yo? <laughs> bro you be cancelled from like one of your first remarks on like our third episode reading <laughs> lyrics <laughs> Yeah right.
0: <laughs> people gonna try to cancel
1: us, right. bro. They'll guarantee. find a way to cancel us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that sucks though for this guy, cause like, what if? I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know what he did or anything yeah. like that. But I've heard of That's people just, part. just getting like accused of things, mm-hmm. of you know, like uh, I don't know if allegation, accus- accusation is the same thing, but someone just saying. Like, hey, this guy did something it wasn't true, and then they get banned and, you know, it was, mm-hmm. kills a reputation. Yeah. Because, I mean, these guys, I, I guess, is is Twitch the, are they the, I guess, jury and the executioner? Like, did they get all the evidence and do all their due diligence, and then they banned him or whatever? Or is it just like, hey, somebody accused him, and we're like, oh, okay, well, we're going to get ahead of this, and we're going to ban him or something like that,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, ultimately, it's up to them. So, yeah, well, Who you knows? Never know.
1: Like, yeah, because I've heard of things too, where like an algorithm will put some put something up, give someone a strike on something, and yeah, either then people have to go back and research it and look into it and figure out is this actually supposed to be blocked? Are they supposed to be suspended from their account or whatever? And it can go through all these different lanes. But I mean, if if Twitch is coming out and saying, yeah, you know, something big went down, then I'm more inclined to think that something legitimately did, as opposed to him just being blocked and then they're like oh no one of our biggest streamers got blocked he's a big revenue you know whatever for us mm-hmm. and saying oh we'll try to figure it out and get him back on the platform they're like no nah, if you do this you're out and so mm-hmm. i would be inclined to think he did something
0: there there's a lot of speculation at first people were thinking it might be in regards to like the me too movement actually mm. like if there might be some sexual misconduct allegations against him or something but um his wife like right when right after it happened his wife posted on Instagram like in support of him saying like we're not really sure what happened like blah 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 so people are saying it's probably not that um
1: dude it's it's probably something these dudes say like online honestly like i mean i don't know like i've having had friends that game you just start saying shit like you just start you know <laughs> you start smack talking and whatever and like I've I've seen so many videos of people that got blocked and suspended for stuff for like, you know, make, maybe making like a racist remark or, you know, something super yeah. uh, like sexually degrading or whatever it may be. And so you just never know with platforms like that where you're in the heat of something and they say something stupid and they're like, nah, our biggest paying whatever is not going to be saying stuff like that on our platform and representing us, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but
0: it has to be more than that because I mean they they paid him millions mm-hmm. yeah. recently in the past year for him to be there for 3 years. Oof. So why would they just permanently ban him in the first year? Like Right. There's also some speculation saying he was in the works to create his own platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so he was That he was pursuing, he was reaching out to other Twitch creators, some of the sure. biggest ones that he's obviously friends with and stuff Get and saying, "Hey, over. let's Let's create this thing almost like a title type of thing. Yeah. Where right. the creators would own the platform. So yeah. that kind of makes more sense. Yeah. Sir, obviously, sir. there's no, no, uh, evidence behind that yet, yeah. but
1: that, make, that makes sense.
0: That yeah. would make sense because obviously, because I feel contract. like he would have made a statement about it by now, but he's probably under some type of, like legally, he just can't talk about it and probably right. neither can Twitch. So that makes sense. I think that as the most, um, feasible yeah feasible like speculation i've seen so far because sure. i can definitely see that happening but who knows man who freaking game knows that's why i don't
1: game it's exciting
0: <laughs> Why don't game i don't, don't want to these contracts
1: hey, i ain't trying to deal with these millions like it's that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying hey, I'm not, i don't just, need any more stress
2: in my hey, life
1: i've got the game for free but i ain't trying to make enough money to be stressed
2: <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> right just, like there's just that That little, um, there's like a window, bro. Sliver of unstressful, I make enough. It's like once you hit six six figures, you're stressed, bro. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'm not a millionaire because I don't want to be stressed. (laughs)
1: Honestly, that's why I'm not trying to make a mill (laughs) because. More money, more problems. There
2: you go. go. More money, more problems. But yeah, that kind of reminds me of that thing you were talking about how like Facebook has people that have to go through content. To kind mm. of weed through the the stuff that gets reported, and mm-hmm. some of the stuff is crazy, man. Well Did
1: y'all did we talk about this here, or was I talking to someone else? I might have been talking to Elizabeth about it. Where there was actually not really like I don't remember if there was a lawsuit or something, but there like Facebook ended up paying out like I don't know some billions or some crazy crazy amount of money to Facebook employees that have to go through that stuff and actually like pay for therapy for them. And because I mean, all of the like people are posting videos of killing things and i mean you know just nudity and all this stuff that people have to be like oh that actually is bad report and go through it and it's incredibly traumatizing and so i think that i don't i don't remember the exact number but they paid out a, a massive sum of money to take care of some of these people and they're working on like changing some of the algorithms that'll pick up on these things so less and less humans actually have to go through that content because that's do yeah like you said that's intense there's some intense stuff man i can imagine
0: it's hard to think of like a worse job i, I uh I was listening, Radio Lab did a really good episode about it that Mm. I listened to recently. So it was basically talking about how as Facebook kept growing, their content moderation team obviously had to keep growing as Mm -hmm. well because there's just so much, I mean, photos, videos being uploaded to the platform like every second, honestly. Yeah. And a human, anything that's reported, a human had to look at it. So they're growing to hundreds of millions of people and it's, much bigger than the u.s at this point i mean this is like you
1: know worldwide use of this platform something like a billion people right or two billion people on the platform at this point yeah Over, it's, like, it's insane it's ridiculous
0: and they had to start outsourcing their content moderation to to different people and all of them had to sign ndas because they didn't want anyone to to know like what they were seeing really which Gosh. is messed up in itself but on this episode, they spoke to one of those people. They, like, changed his voice or whatever. So, right. not recognizable. But the stuff, I mean, he, he admitted, like, they would have to go through a, a different picture and just decide whether to keep it up or take it down every, like, five seconds. Gosh. And that's just what they did, like, for eight hours. Mm. Just scrolling through. And and some of the stuff they had to see was just traumatic. Like, yeah. I mean, extremely violent, extremely, extremely inappropriate. Like, so, just i I won't name specifics but just graphic some of the worst stuff you can probably imagine right now is what they would have to see
1: and bro you you think about what you do see and some of what you do see i'm like "Mm, oh that's that's a little rough (laughs) and so i can only imagine man the kind of like mental trauma that you are dealing with so gosh
0: yeah man, this guy talked about how he couldn't even watch like movies with violence in it because it just it struck home like I've seen this happen like in real life. This is this Jeez. looks too real. Like you would have to turn it off and mm. you know, not even be able to sleep at night. Like, damn, that's that's rough stuff. That's something you don't think about, you know, mm-hmm. when you're using these platforms on a daily basis. But yep. damn, but yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, and I think they said like 99% of like terroristic videos and photos that are posted get picked up by the algorithm at this
1: point. Mm-hmm. I think, so. yeah, now they have like not even just like facial recognition, but you can kind of see through pixelation what is going on and it'll it'll pick it up and either send it to a team that'll analyze it or because, I mean, there's other platforms that are utilizing this to, like if there is really bad activity going on to, you know, pick up on it and go do something about it. So that's yeah, just yeah. crazy, man.
2: We live in strange times. Yeah, you were mentioning something else about, you know, do you, is it a is it the right thing to take this? I mean, nobody wants to see that, but I mean... Yeah. I guess you're kind of mm-hmm. putting a filter on the real world, true.
0: and that's that's this episode. it's like an hour long episode. i'll mm-hmm. I have the link in the description if sure. anyone's interested in this, but they mentioned how the Boston bombing that happened, mm-hmm. I don't remember what year that was, but there were graphic images being posted about, you know, I mean, people missing limbs and yeah, all kinds of stuff. and the the, the team, the content moderation team has to make a decision should we keep this up or should we take it down i mean it technically breaks our rules for you know graphic images right but it's also kind of important for people to be it's culturally informed and, relevant and yeah and it was the same for cartel videos that were being posted mm-hmm. of beheadings and all kinds of ISIS stuff. stuff like and- yeah like that's that breaks our rules for graphic imagery but it's also kind of important that people know this is going on you know and they're informed so as a platform they had to decide what to keep up and what to take down and a lot of the times they were inconsistent with their decisions like they were sometimes they would decide to keep it up sometimes they wouldn't sometimes it was the the content team making the decision sometimes the executives would get involved Mm -hmm. and that was one of the biggest arguments people had against them like if you're going if you're going to be the deciders of stuff like this you have to be consistent, right? You know? That's tough. So, man, dealing with humans like it's not an easy job. Yeah, yeah.
2: that that kind of like hits home for me because like some of my favorite movies are like gangster movies, like you mm-hmm. know mob bosses and you know like cartel leaders and you know they sensationalize all those different things and they'll they'll like, include all the murders and stuff like that. You know, somebody getting you know performing a hit or whatever, but you know. A lot of these a lot of the stuff the other stuff they leave out like the prostitution and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. women getting just um uh taken advantage of and for me like it really hits home because i would sensationalize um el chapo like all the things like him escaping from prison and doing all these things And i was like oh my god it's like this guy's living like a movie life and then i heard that you know he was involved in like the prostitution and stuff like that and i was like no like, like 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 if if yeah. that would have been like filtered out for me the way it is in movies, like I would have still like, you know, not thought highly of this guy, but I would have still like, you know, like he, he's got a cool life. But, like, no, he he's a right. freaking sick individual and, you know, he needs yeah. to be where he's at right now. That's, that's one a of really the,
1: good point. That's one of the things that, so we just, and I'd seen all of the first season of the show and I think two or three episodes of the second season of Ozark or Ozarks or whatever. And uh, to me, I think it's a phenomenal show. But one of the things that I feel like they do really well in the show is they really make you feel bad about all of this stuff. They don't... You know, it doesn't seem like some... I mean, it's a bunch of uh, money laundering and and strip clubs and drugs and alcoholism and all of this stuff. And it doesn't seem sensationalized in a way it's like oh like that sounds like a dope life And it's like oh like you see these places and you watch these people's stories unfold and you're like that is horrible like I, I want nothing to do with what is going on there and you really kind of feel the pain that's behind every decision that they're making that leads to these rings and these you know trafficking and stuff that's going on and so that's one show that I feel like does a good job of making it feel as dark as it is which makes it in some instances kind of hard to watch but it also is like more of an accurate depiction of I think what goes on
0: right there's
1: definitely a shift going on i think
0: in media and kind of just in general like people are realizing how much of history that they would otherwise be obvious that they would teach is not being taught right right (laughs) we watched we watched 13th the other night it's a good Uh documentary uh yeah and a lot of the information in there is like why why didn't i know this right you know like well who are they protecting like in these history books and why but I, i think the the silver lining is that there's definitely a a shift, I think, that's going on. Like, okay, yeah. let's, let's really get to the bottom of this instead yeah, of just believing what we see.
1: Right. Like, what's actually going on behind... It's like understanding, too. Like, there's a little bit of dirt behind everything. Like, every great thing that you see... I mean, I'm talking through this mic that was, you know, probably made super cheap somewhere. I don't want to know. You know, and that's like, it's kind of hard the more aware we become... Of yeah. what's going on behind Nike and Amazon, Apple, whatever, like the sweatshops and all these things. It's like the more aware you become, the more you can make choices to to navigate all that. You know, that's tough though. Right. Crazy shit.
2: Crazy, crazy man. Crazy, crazy, in, crazy. In man. other news,
0: Kanye West and Gap strike a 10 year deal. <laughs> Yo.
1: Yeah. Yo, is that for real? Yeah. Yeah,
0: dude. So Kanye West and Gap, Gap of all places. I thought they. I don't even know how they're still in business, but yeah, I don't know. They well, they They struck a 10 year deal for a uh, Yeezy clothing line that will not include footwear, obviously, because mm-hmm. footwear goes through Adidas until like 2026 or something crazy like that. But a big deal. I mean, Gap stock shot up, obviously, because Yeezy is kind of a powerful brand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of strange. I mean, it's cool in some sense because Kanye West has talked about working at Gap. When he was growing up, he was, mm-hmm. literally had a job at Gap. And I know he's rapped about it in some older songs, but kind of full circle.
1: <laughs> right, right. And I, I know he's wanted to, like, give access to his brand to more people, too. I've heard him talk about that as well. Like, I mean, Affordable, his shoes yeah. his shoes start at 220 but by the time you get to them, they're $800. And, you know, and so for him to maybe have some, you know, a style and a whole line of clothing that's a bit more accessible is pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I think that yeah. was one of his... uh one of the things he said about it he's like I want to bring like fashion and good looking clothes but at an affordable price and yeah, right. you know you, you can't do that at Louis Vuitton you can't do that at you know all these other big name brand places but at some point I think he was saying that like Gap was out of his budget for him like he could never afford anything at Gap when even when he was working there <laughs> and he's like I want to I that's probably why he wants to work there so, so he could he could um you know make something that's affordable to people that were in his situation when he was younger or yeah. not making as much money
1: well and gap gap is a the uh, people that own it it's a conglomeration right they i think um what are the other gap
0: yeah they own several chains banana, and banana
1: republic and one other that i can think of um can't yeah, I don't exactly. know. But there, there's like two or three like kind of bigger companies like that. So I wonder if that'll you'll start to trickle into maybe two or three different levels of of clothing. You know, or mm-hmm. if it'll just strictly be Gap.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna buy some Gap for sure. No. I
0: mean, if it's fresh, I'll be I'll be copping. If it's fresh, bro. it's really a good thing for Gap because right. My understanding was that they've been losing money. Uh, I
2: can
1: only imagine, like,
0: or they weren't doing so hot. So
1: a lot of these places like Gap and Old Navy and whatever, like a lot of these places have been yeah slowing down big time
0: if it does well then it'll be a really good thing for both parties
1: the thing that i like i were not even worry about i mean who am i to say anything but is like the dilution of the brand you know like I- i've seen that happen with other companies where it's like even jordan kind of did that where there was like you had your original jordan number shoes and stuff the ones and the retro highs and all this stuff and then there started to be all these like other jordans that started coming into the picture that are like the 42 edition. You see them for 42 bucks at Marshalls. And it's like, that's not a Jordan. That's not a real Jordan, you know? And it kind of dilutes the company in some senses. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see that happening as much with Yeezy. But... I, I that's like one of the thoughts that I have is like, will it be weird if like I've, I have I have a pair of Yeezys and I love them. I bought those for 200 bucks and they're worth $1,300 right now. Like I, there's so much pride in having those shoes, original Oxford Yeezy 350 boosts, you know. And then so then to go to Gap and be like, well, I just got this shirt for $18, you know, buy one, get one half off or, you know, there's part of that dilution that I wonder how that I don't I'm not against it at all. I don't care. But I wonder how it'll play out with Sneakerheads and people that are really connected to the yeezy or the jordan or whatever brand yeah yeah white supreme stuff like that
0: from a brand perspective it it's kind of new territory as far as i know yeah. like it's risky because yeezy is kind of a luxury brand sure so how will it affect the uh perception i mean well
1: and he has he has clothing like he has his like season one yeah. season two lines and stuff like that which Similar is all- to,
0: expensive soup yeah eight
1: hundred dollar t-shirts with holes in them and whatever <laughs> re- you know reminds me kind of a, like jerry lorenzo with like the fear of god sneakers and some of his line it's these crazy crazy like line of clothing and stuff and so i just wonder how it'll how it'll play out especially because he loves being in control of design so much it's not like you know freaking what's his name beckham or whatever who just like has an h&m line it's like honestly dude you just put your name on a tag you didn't you know do anything <laughs> yeah, with that line. It's just, a, yeah. it's just a sweater you know but mm-hmm. I I know how much design is a big deal to uh, Kanye, so I wonder we'll just we'll see how it plans out. It'll be could be cool. Yeah. Speaking of Off White, because you did mention
0: it. Um, did you all see the flack that Virgil Abloh was taking for? He he made like a, a donation. It was some Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Sure. But it showed that he only gave fifty bucks, <laughs> and so people <laughs> yeah <laughs> is a billionaire. <laughs> Bro. people started trolling the shit out of him on social media bro like people started using the term i'm gonna keep it two virgils
1: bro people usually say i'm
0: gonna keep it yeah. <laughs> 100 so i'm gonna keep it two virgils 50 dollars was not enough. bro he bro. was just
1: trying to he was just trying to do that giveaway that all the celebrities were doing he's just trying to get a free a free trip on air drake or something oh <laughs>
2: damn it's like
0: 50 on cash app or something people are
1: like
2: what
0: Bro, like this is <laughs> a fraction of the cost bro. of any of your products. Oh, like, his
1: shoes are like two thousand dollars. Like, I'll
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, keep it two virgin. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, it was funny, man. That's but, funny, bro. I mean, I'm sure he. I don't know. I didn't even see his response or anything like that. But I he mean, left out a few zeros. He pr- yeah, he probably gave more, or I don't know, uh, maybe not,
1: but <laughs> or but gave just, somewhere else. I mean, I don't know. You never know
0: yeah it's just that's kind of funny like he, that was such a uh short-sighted like he shouldn't have posted that like, you gotta know that people are gonna be like 50 bucks like
1: he just posted i gave stories. more than this he's just like freaking give to the cause man like,
0: wow yeah it's like
1: bro i just had appetizers for that amount
0: that was so funny though that's so hilarious that, tw- like twitter is just undefeated oh, like, dude twitter they, is they, like where you go, go off roast sometimes. people bro Dude, like people get called out and all of a sudden you know their address. You know where they Ugh, were born. You know their dude. social security number. You know, Jeez, <laughs> dude. Where their last employer. I'm yes. exaggerating a little bit, but like <laughs> people people get down to the bottom go, of it. Right, I could
1: honestly like I'm I'm starting to get into posting to Twitter a little bit more. Like I'm still slow, like I I just I'm still getting in it. I really want to more, but I honestly I go there for the comments, bro. It's like Reddit kinda like I just go there and I just read through the comments and just start dying laughing at some of the stuff, bro. People are lo- low-key like Twitter comedians. These random people, dude. I, I hate,
0: I hate seeing people who are so funny on there because I get oh.
1: jealous. I'm like,
0: dude, like, like how, how do you come you up think with of so many? I can't even think of a tweet in in a general. Tweet,
2: better yet, funny, consistent, a <laughs> little tweets. snarky, little like you know, half a sentence remarks that people yes, get, bro.
0: bro. Like, some people, and then they get a bunch of followers because they're just so creative. Yeah. Like,
1: so funny, <laughs>
2: dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you can. I'll probably I'll probably post something real funny today, maybe and just see what happens.
0: Do it, do it, yeah, do just it. Just probably blow up a bit. I'll probably yeah. just
1: you know I'll probably just try to add a hundred people. You
0: know, just real yeah. Quick. Especially I mean especially for the album release, you need to you need a little bit more.
1: <laughs> I, I would have like seventy three right now. I'm trying a to,
0: bigger launch. Maybe. I got <laughs> oh. eyes
1: on me, bro. What do, what do I say? Like, shit, bro. Seventy three playlists. That's what, what big, the, that's picked up by the, the people want. I think probably twenty eight of them are bots, but. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine, man. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean everyone it is starts somewhere. How about John John, what's our song recommendation? I was thinking of uh, Fall for <laughs> you by secondhand serenade.
2: Dude, I actually
1: thought I
0: actually made a note of a song that I would typically not.
2: All right, let's get in it, guys. I want you guys to come up with I some two.
0: I would typically not like brag about listening to this. Ah! Like, not, not really like my
1: vibe, you know what I'm saying? No, but like 14-year-old vibe, long hair straightened vibe, you know? Yes.
0: This song, a new song by Trevor Daniel uh with Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. It's called Past Life, just came out. Okay. And this dude's voice really reminds me of, like those punk rock van, <laughs> like yeah. bands yeah. from like 2006. Bring yeah.
2: it back, bring it back.
0: But it's more like a pop song. But his voice really reminds me of like those lead singers of those bands. And I'm like, dude, this song, I'm going to be honest, it's a straight banger. Like, I just, I messed with it. I was i was home alone last night and <laughs> I, I was playing in the shower. And I was like, I just had it on repeat, bro. I was like, damn, this vibe is just unmatched. There
2: you unmatched. Go, man. Bro. So, I love Past I Life love with Selena Gomez. Good song. I got one song that just came to me. I don't, It just popped up on a playlist. It's called "I Dreamt We Spoke Again" and it's Lewis the Child the remix. It's it's original song by Death Deathcap for Cutie, but oh, yeah. man, dude, it goes hard. The way they <laughs> like, all these like DJs that remix the songs and stuff like that, like dude, they oh yeah, they're they're nice dude, some, with it. They're nice with it. Some some of them bang
0: them, bro. Dude, some of these electronic uh, remixes are just so mm-hmm. dope, man. That's Seriously. how I, that's how I discovered Flume. Because mm-hmm. he was just remixing songs, and yeah. God, like those those beat drops were just so good. And then I, I tried to listen to his original music, and it wasn't as good. I was like, man, just
1: oh, that's, <laughs> al- that's always how it is, man. Yeah, I used I like to always remixes. get on the Monster Cat like remix stations and stuff on Spotify, mm-hmm. and just listen to them all. And you find some amazing remixes yeah. on there and stuff. But do y'all ever listen to Seosin? Oh yeah, oh yeah. When bro. they were big, bro. Do you remember, f- bro? Follow and feel. Oh, I don't know about It's like, bro, listen to some follow and feel. That song goes hard. Like the drums. So like like being a drummer man, I used to listen to that song on repeat and just try to play. Alex Rodriguez was their drummer. He was le- listed as like top fifty drummers of all time. And yeah. he dude, crazy. Follow and feel was a vibe. Y'all check if you if you're just in the alternative, like punk rock mood, Sayosin was one of my favorites growing up. They were solid. Because I didn't I didn't always love like I always loved the heavy guitars, the crazy drums, and like the high, like powerful vocal, but mm-hmm. I never really loved like the screaming. That yes, was never, same that here, was never my vibe. So whenever I found like good, hard, like just crazy music I could blast in the car, but didn't have the screams, I was all in. And Seosin was one of the best, I think, at, at doing that. They they really like fought that line, which was, was sick. So oh, yeah. yeah. Follow, follow and Feel is a vibe. Check it out. Follow and Feel.
2: Dope. I want you to do that. We all recommended a song. Yeah. I want you to do that to my summer. That would be Watch, no no i mean like <laughs> yo, do like a little like dj it's, remix you know like bro, electronic. It's, it's too nice oh.
1: that's too nice of a song like it's so like the sunshine to my life <laughs> no you can, and, like, you can
2: <laughs> chop that up and make it I...
1: bro what are the let me i gotta like find the lyrics to like you okay, bro I, you should do like
0: an uh electronic song at least like one bro, or two i man. could
1: I, I actually i think i told you all this i want to do like little eps in different styles so i'm just gonna like do like a little EDM EP of like three songs that are just like, just to challenge myself as a producer. I could just, I know yeah, we can bro. take
2: it too far. It's in the seat of my car.
1: I think it would be a... Yeah.
0: Beautiful. That's a, that's a horrible start.
1: Let's <laughs> <laughs> so, so, think about that one. <laughs> Let's take it so, a think so about this So thing. far, we're off to a, a rocky start, but we'll... Let's take a different direction there. <laughs> we'll imagine that with... We don't hmm. got no money, but we're young and we You know, I I... You yeah know. let's uh wrap it all up all right all right
2: we got five tell more me things.
1: to fall in love tell me to fall in love go yeah. go go stream clarity new album it's out on all platforms it's better than all musical things that I've done this episode in this episode <laughs> yeah I promise
0: <laughs> all right on that note thanks for listening we will be back next Tuesday follow us on social media share with a friend leave us a rating support us uh, using the link in the show notes and we'll be back. We out.
2: Filthy. fuego go 30.
1: Fall in love. Summer. Uh-huh.
0: Yo, we need a tillcast song. Like I wanna be on the vocals and
2: shit. A song. Let's oh. be Welcome to the tillcast. Just take some of our snippets and like on.